Hi, welcome to Wrestling with Scripture. I'm Wes Gunther, pastor of the Cedar Hill Baptist Church of Dillsburg, Pennsylvania. On this series, we are looking at biblical passages or biblical topics, uh, trying to make some uh, discernment and understanding of some of the more difficult passages that people struggle with. Uh, we want to have a clear understanding. We want to be able to give a biblical defense of those passages that people might have a misunderstanding about. Hi, welcome again to Wrestling with Scripture. I wanted to look today at the importance of the virgin birth, and we're very close to the Christmas season as I'm recording this today, and so I wanted to look at that, um, the importance of that doctrine, the questions surrounding the importance of the virgin birth. I have three very specific points. We could get into a lot more uh, if, we, if we had more time, but three very, uh, very specific points today on the virgin birth. Number one is that the virgin birth was a fulfillment of prophecy. It was something that the prophets um, uh, from the word of God had given very clear, very specific information contained in the word of God uh, and in the, the writings that were used among the Jewish people that were from God, it was very clearly spelled out that the Messiah would come from a virgin. This was a very clear indication of the importance of the fulfillment of what God had promised. Uh, we see it first uh, alluded to uh, in Genesis 3.15, when uh, God is in the Garden of Eden after the fall of mankind, and he's talking to Satan, that's the, the serpent right there. He's talking to Satan and he's talking to Eve in this particular conversation. And in verse 15, he says to Satan, I will put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, thou shalt bruise his heel. So he's given the first prophecy recorded in scripture of the coming Messiah, that, that there would be an answer to the sin problem. And in order to do so, God mentioned in Genesis 3.15 that he would be using a woman. And he's telling that to Satan. We see more detail in, like, for example, a number of passages, but for example, Isaiah 7.14. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And so through the prophet Isaiah, God is telling the nation of Israel uh, what to look for in the coming Messiah, in the promise of, of, uh, that God would come and dwell with mankind. Uh, how would the sin problem that man found himself in, how would that be fixed? Well, one of your signs is that when God comes, he will come through a virgin. And so the prophecy alluded to that. This was not something that should have caught anybody off guard. Uh, the questions and the circumstances surrounding the birth of Jesus, surrounding the pregnancy of Mary, surrounding some of the questions Joseph had when he first found out before the angel came and explained things to him. Uh, be, all these questions that, that arose, boy, these were, were things that were talked about in the Old Testament and pointed to the fact that this was indeed the Messiah. And so, importance of the virgin birth. Number one, it fulfilled the promises that God had given hundreds of years beforehand. 
Number two is, and I talked about this just a little bit already, but was the sin problem. And that is that God said that the sin nature of mankind would pass from generation to generation. In fact, he talked about that passing from Adam's seed from one man to the next, down through the line. And so sin began with Adam. Uh, Romans 5.12, Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. And so uh, the, the, the sin nature passed from the seed of man from generation to generation to generation, from Adam all the way to you and me. And so we have a sin problem. That's why we need a savior. That's why we needed the, the, the uh, uh, perfect, sinless blood of Jesus Christ to die in our place, to save us from our sins. We cannot save ourselves. It took God coming and paying the price for us. And so how was that sin nature that was passed from generation to generation, how did God bring mankind into the earth, into the world, without, without that? How did God stop that process for Jesus? Because Jesus was perfect. He was without sin. How did he do it? Well, he removed man, the male, from the, from the, uh, uh, from the equation here. And he, he used a woman. This, again, highlights the emphasis that God puts on woman throughout the Bible. I've talked about this in a previous episode here. Uh, but the importance God places on women in the Bible. Uh, it's, it's people who don't, haven't studied the Bible, don't know the Bible, have a different view of that. And that's completely false. God puts such a high emphasis on women in the Bible to the point that God himself was able to come to earth through women without any men involved. If men were involved, it would, it would have been a problem because of sin. And so uh, the, that's one of the major doctrines of understanding the virgin birth is that uh, Jesus Christ came sinless. And he had to be sinless because he was able to die in our place and pay for our sin because he knew no sin. And that was because he came from a virgin. Woman involved, no man involved. Third, of course, is the miraculous nature of this. Uh, the coming of God to earth was not by normal means. Of course not. God didn't create, create everything by normal means. God has never revealed himself by normal means. God has always done the miraculous. Uh, from uh, God's hand upon Moses in the Old Testament and the uh, parting of the Red Sea and the plagues and all the different things that happened then all the way through the word of God up through the New Testament and the miracles of Jesus Christ uh, up until the, pro the prophecy in the book of Revelation and how God will draw things to a conclusion, if you will. Uh, all of these things are show, show the miraculous nature of God. God defies science as we know it. He goes against the rules of biology and against the rules of physics and against the uh, complete scientific equation of things. God goes outside of that to show his power. And thus he did when uh, Jesus Christ came to earth. When God became man to dwell among us, he did it in a very miraculous way, in a miraculous nature. That's how God works. So we come to Christmas, we think of the Christ child, we think of the manger scene, we think of the uniqueness of that event, but the important doctrine behind all of that is the virgin birth of Jesus Christ.
And we see that in the fact that, number one, it fulfilled all the promises that God had given beforehand, hundreds of years beforehand. It, it uh, took care of the sin problem, the sin nature that's passed down from man to man. The virgin birth was able to uh, uh, eradicate that problem. And then, of course, we see the miraculous hand of God in the virgin birth. 